Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Our Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. You can visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com. Back out to the fan hotline. It's presented by Nemecolon. Around every corner, Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. And we're joined now by our sports director here at 93.7 The Fan, Jeff Hathorne, who uh, has uh, been covering the Steelers, of course. And Jeff... Um, Najee Harris on the injury report today did not practice with a knee injury. What's that all about, and should we be concerned that that he might not be available for Thursday night with such a short turnaround? Right. Today was a walkthrough. So, you know, they could, I mean, Cole Holcomb could have taken part in today's practice, <laughs> uh, even with coming off his ACL surgery and been limited in what they were doing. So uh, the fact that Najee spoke to us after or – yeah, after practice, um, tells me if he was not going to play, I think he would have used that opportunity to say, oh, sorry, guys, got treatment, can't talk to you. Um, and I say that because people that don't know, Najee doesn't love to talk with us. Um, and he mentioned nothing. He didn't, you know, just seeing him walking. You've been in those locker rooms too, Josh. I mean, you watch him walking around, you don't see anything. Now, sometimes that can be deceiving, but there was nothing to tell you that it was – going to be an issue and they even tell you on the injury report for the last two days that this is an estimate of what they would be doing so I'm I think it was just a day off and I always wonder in these weeks because you just don't you get so much non-information from New England are you just trying to throw stuff out there you know I mean I I don't know maybe that was just thrown out there but we didn't see anything from Najee. Jeff, um, Mitch Trubisky talked today as well, uh, and um, sounds like he, you know, I I don't know, I'm not going to say that he wants to go out there and grip it and rip it, but it sounds like he certainly (laughs) wants to to push the football a little bit more than than maybe the other guy has so far this year. Is that fair to say? And how do they find that balance and and give him kind of what he wants to do without maybe corrupting what they want to do? Yeah, he's got a little John Daly to him. He does. A little Phil Mickelson to his game. And, you know, sometimes they'd rather him be, uh, I'm trying to, Jordan Spieth, um, if that golf analogy works. Uh, Yeah, I mean. I thought you were just suggesting that they're like degenerates of of some nature, but. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying now. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think there were two words that really permeated from his, his talk with us. One was aggression. And the other was comfortability. Uh, he's comfortable with the system. He's comfortable with Sullivan. He, he's seen a lot. He, he says he's comfortable with the guys. He believes they've had good banner on the sideline, that he's given them good advice. And now he's ready to go out there and show it. And I think he wants to show it. This doesn't mean he's going to chuck it deep every time. But is he going to look for more opportunities down the field? Oh, hell yeah. Um, and, you know, listen, on, and plays that 
that Kenny runs, there are deep options. That deep option may be covered. Maybe he doesn't see it. Maybe he doesn't want to take a chance because he's throwing into coverage. Uh, Mitch is going to allow his receivers to try to make a play more often than Kenny, which, listen, in this matchup, it kind of scares you because maybe the only way New England can score is from their defense. So it sounds great, and I, I think as fans you want to see it, but you don't, you've got to walk that line because New England's just waiting for an opportunity for somebody to give them something because I don't know how much their offense is going to earn. Jeff, coupled in that is this dynamic at coordinator. Um, you have the play caller being Mike Sullivan, the schemer uh, being Eddie Faulkner, I suppose. And, and I'm not to suggest that they don't work in in cahoots with one another or they're not on the same page or whatever the case is. Um, but, but this kind of goes back to something that I talked about a little bit before the game on Sunday where, you know, you also have – one guy that's the quarterback coach and one guy that's the running back coach. And where do you find that balance? And obviously I thought game one with those two looked fairly promising game two, maybe not so much. Where do you stand on that? And where do you feel like that communication has gone and, um, and that progress has gone with those two guys? Well, they're one and one. And oddly enough, they were better on the road right. than they were at home. Uh, listen to your point. they, you know, they corroborate together. They work all week. And I think one of the strengths of Eddie Faulkner is that he is allowing others to have voices where while others may have talked in meetings, they, they weren't necessarily heard under the old offensive coordinator. Mm. Now Eddie is kind of empowering them to bring ideas that we're going to use your thoughts. Uh, for all the great in Cincinnati, the plays were in on time. They were decisive. There seemed to be a little bit of, of hang-up at home. The hope is that they learn from that and realize that, hey, maybe we don't have the perfect call, but this is a call. Let's go. You know, let, let's, let's be decisive. Let's not overthink ourselves. And maybe with that success, as often happened, and I think that was part of what we saw at the beginning of this year, that preseason success kind of clouded the judgment of what this team really was. Maybe after that success, moving the ball in Cincinnati – they started to think too much about it instead of going with their gut. I think you're going to see them go back and, and be more decisive because, and you can, yes, there were legal formations, but there were other times where guys were in there later. They had to burn a timeout. That is something that we saw uh, under Canada, and that can't happen. They have enough time, even in a short week. It's not like they're bringing in McSorley to start. Uh, this guy's been in the system. He's been around. Um, they've got to get those plays in and, and, Hopefully they allow Mitch, being a veteran quarterback, if he sees something, to be able to change a play. Yeah, you would think that that, that would be something that he would certainly be capable um, of doing. We're talking with Jeff Hathorne, our sports director here at 93.7 The Fan. Uh, Jeff, given where they are right now, uh, how critical is this game? I mean, this is a team that you certainly – can't lose to it was uh, a team on Sunday you can't lose to but boy I'm also thinking they have a really good defense in New England it's a short week with a quarterback that hasn't really gotten a full week of practice it's kind of setting up to me to being a very low scoring kind of ugly football stop game it. right stop it uh, Al Michaels <laughs> is going to fall asleep and for uh, good reason probably well, uh, we'll we'll walk down there and make sure he's awake we'll check on him Thursday night <laughs> 
Yeah, don't expect this game to be pretty. Don't expect Mitch to throw for 350 and three touchdowns. Um, Steelers just have to find a way to win the game, whether that's 6-3, 3-0, 3-2, whatever it is, just find a way to win this game, and then you've got some more time to prepare for Indianapolis uh, and work on things that you, you like, don't like from Mitch. Uh, I, I don't expect this where you're going to look at it, and I, I don't think it's fair because of New England's defense. They've played really good defense over the last, well, actually all year they've played good defense. Just their offense uh, has even hurt their defense because of the way they've played, and yet they've still hung in there. So don't, I don't think it's fair to judge Mitch on this one, to just say alone, whatever happens, wow, he's, they're likely to struggle. Um, um, you just find a way to get through this. I, I, it, it's a shame, Josh, because I, I keep thinking, man, this used to be Tom Brady against Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> and now look what it's devolved into. It's just, it's these, you know, two coaches that have shells of themselves on offense uh, that are trying to find some kind of glory. But if, if the Steelers don't get this one, is their season over? Technically, no, but let's be real. They're seven and six and they drop these last two, I mean, there's no way in hell they're going to get to the playoffs, or if they get there, there's no way in hell they're going to win a game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jeff, um, along those lines, um, you know, obviously it is a crucial game for them, and, and a lot of people have talked today about Mike Tomlin and the future of Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, Ed Bouchette, 
who you and I know very well and have worked alongside very you know very often before, threw out that hey you don't fire Mike Tomlin you try to trade Mike Tomlin at some point. Do you envision Mike Tomlin ever accepting a trade to another team? <laughs> Does he have a no trade clause? <laughs> I mean that, like, but that's actually a good question. I mean, how it, it, he has to sign off on that? I would assume, right? He has to be. I don't think so. But I could he not just so. say, "I'm going. I'm in the last year of my deal. I'm just going to not coach if you try to do that." Or to he me. could, or he could quit. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think that's an option that a player wouldn't have. Um, I, before I write him off to Pittsburgh or trade him off somewhere, I want to see how the season ends. I mean, they could win all but one or maybe two of their last games, they get to 10 or 11 wins. Uh, I think overall, then you have to look at this season overall where it sits right now coming off that loss. I get it. I get why people are fired up and they should be. And that's on Mike. He didn't have his team prepared like they should have. Um, whether it was something during the week or just on Sunday, they weren't ready to play. Multiple players uh, have admitted that now. So that is on the head coach, but, let's see what, how this season finishes out before I'm ready to, to say that that's going to happen. And I, I think, you know, we all know the, the way the Rooney family operates. And if they have 10 or 11 wins, I mean, they're not going to change their head coach, even if they're ugly, brutal, you know, got every bounce wins. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, if he wins 11 or 12 games, Jeff, he could very well get coach of the year, right? I mean, given – Well, yeah, I don't want to go there because <laughs> I, I think some of these national guys are just are kind of – living in some kind of la-la land about how, you know, on what Mike Tomlin is as a head coach. I mean, I, I, I'm people probably think I'm praising them by saying that, you know, they could end up there. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying they could. Uh, he's had a, numerous faults, and I always do at times we lose perspective in Pittsburgh, yes. But can these national guys really understand what it's like to – to be have this kind of standard and not advance anywhere. I mean, how many teams have playoff wins since the last time the Steelers have won a playoff game? And yet people don't factor that because they sit in an office in New York and they, they see a soundbite and say, oh, look at that. Look at how he turned that phrase. Or look at that. He would be great. Well, you know, he hasn't been great here over the last few years. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And uh, obviously I think that there's still – you know, plenty of value in Mike Tomlin. And I'm just wondering if you get to a point, right? And and right. look, I mean, and we I, see I, it in, in other sports. We see it in the NFL. I mean, it happened in Philadelphia with Andy Reid. It's worked out for both sides really since right. then. I mean, sometimes change is, is not a bad thing when it comes to the leaders of organization but, uh, of organizations. But, boy, it just feels like the Steelers are, are kind of stubborn when it comes to accepting that. Yeah, and I, I, I get kind of what you're saying, too. Like You almost feel like they're spinning their wheels a little bit here uh, under this head coach. And it's, you know, they say this phrase in hockey all the time, it's easier to get rid of just a head coach than your entire roster. Right. Um, and that might be the case. Um, but I want to just see this year play out in its entirety and then assess where they're at. But I, I don't argue that that could, be, that could be something that's welcome for both sides. Uh, whether it's the end of this year, next year, depending on how this all plays out. Is it safe to say that, it, it, you know, Kenny Pickett next season is probably – is potentially the make or break for Mike Tomlin? Like, if, if he's not good and the team really struggles, could could that be what sort of ignites the fire for Art Rooney to maybe make a change then? 
It might be. It might be. Uh, and I make no doubt Kenny Pickett's going to be the starting quarterback at the beginning of next year. I agree. I mean, even if Mitch comes in and, and plays well, uh, they're going to go back to Kenny Pickett. He's not going to lose his job because of of injury. Essentially, it's, you know, they're going to come up with some reason where they've seen progression here, and let's put him in there with a full off season with a with a new coordinator, and they're going to give him every chance to succeed, as most teams do with their first round picks. What I would love to see them do is just add a guy from the third or fourth round. Just put someone in there that. Might be a little bit of of a project, but little heat, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, look. When uh, New England had Drew Bledsoe, who was a really good quarterback, they took a shot on this guy from Michigan. He turned out to be pretty good. Will Levis uh, wasn't expected to be Tennessee's starting quarterback necessarily because they had other options. But let's take on a project that seems to have have worked out. I, I would like to see, given where they're at, and given that, you know, Mason, well, of course we say he won't be back, but then somehow he'll be back again. <laughs> but why not have a Chris Oladokun type, you know, as that third quarterback, someone that, and I'm not saying that direct pressure and, and make him feel, but just I, all of us work better, I think, when you know there's that person back there that's that's ready or that's working. Um, and I think Kenny could, could use that. And I think as an organization, it's a good insurance policy to, to invest not a first or second necessarily because there are holes that they need to fill. Um, but if somebody falls down after that second round, I'd, I'd be, I, I would absolutely think that that's a priority for this team. You and I are going to look like the, uh, the old guys from the Muppets up in the press box, still watching Mason Rudolph standing on the sidelines. I think in <laughs> 30 years or something like that, we're, we're going to, we're going to be watching Mason still in, in black and gold somehow. Jeff, thanks as always. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk again soon. I'll, I'll see you Thursday night. Yep. See you then, Josh. All right. Jeff Hathorne, our sports director here at 93.7 The Fan, was at practice today. You can check out all of Jeff's coverage at 93.7thefan.com. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting – I was trying to think of their names. Stat, Stat, Statler and Wardoff? Waldorf? Is that – Statler and Waldorf, something like that, the old guys from the Muppets. The Muppets, the new Muppet movie, well, not new. It probably came out 10-plus years ago now, but the Jason Segel Muppet movie that they made, fantastic. Just a great, great movie, great music. I do not like musicals at all. I am I, I find musicals, to t- I tend to sort of cringe. It, like when music and people start singing in movies and TV shows and things like that. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. But the Muppets can get it, man. They can get after it. I love the Muppets. The animal guy, the animal that plays the drums, He, I think he just goes by animal. I think that's his name, animal. But he just plays the drums, and he's just, I mean, he's clearly high on some sort of narcotic, a, a terrible narcotic. Um, they're, Yeah, they're... But but man, he gets after it on the drums, and I love I I love the Muppets. How could you not love the Muppets? You a Muppets guy, Joel? Kermit haven't really, yeah, maybe like a few individual ones. Um, Fozzie Bear, yeah, that was another good one. Uh, I think Gonzo might be Gonzo's. Yeah, yeah he's one. speaking of uh, characters that are clearly on some sort of narcotic. Gonzo with that big old nose of his, he's. I think he's been putting that thing to work, if you know what I'm saying. I'd like say he's, so, yes. Gonzo's, 
yeah, he's he's a wild man, but I I like him. Him and Animal definitely sneak off and do illicit behavior type deals when it comes to to some narcotic usage. They're they're the two muppets that definitely definitely indulge in that. And Kermit's just there the the OG of them all. Kermit the Frog. Definitely the OG. Have you ever... I can't talk about that on the air. I'll talk to you when we're in the break about Kermit the Frog. There's someone that we know who gets compared to Kermit the Frog a lot. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Thanks to Jeff Hathorne for joining us. Um, (laughs) And uh, we'll kind of keep that conversation going with Mitch Trubisky. Mitch talked today... um, aggressiveness is sort of the theme for Mitch Trubisky and I'm worried about that. I am worried about that. I don't love hearing that. I like hearing that come out of a quarterback. I don't love hearing that come out of that quarterback. We'll talk about that when we come back. We'll hear from Mitch Trubisky as well. He talked today. I'm Josh Rountree. This is the Fan Evening Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 